Well, hey, what's up? It is another podcast of Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything, done from my guest bedroom in Chanhassen, Minnesota. Uh, It's kind of cool to do a podcast. You know what I heard? I'm going to start off right away by launching into something that I read today about how the like button killed the internet. Check this out. This is a really interesting theory. The like button killed the internet. Why? Because uh, publishers of websites and material and Facebook and content, they know exactly what you like now. So when you see something that you like, you like it. So now they've got this instant feedback and very reliable feedback. So when they publish an article on, here's the way to lose three pounds by tomorrow morning. Well, you click that, you like it, and they know instantly what's successful. Well, here's the problem with that. We used to read newspapers and magazines, and they had no way of knowing what was really bad that nobody read and what was really good. Well, they thought they knew. You know, if they write an article that's really like, wow, they worked really hard on this and they seem to be getting good feedback. But over here in the corner of the newspaper or in the back of the magazine is an article that seems, you know, kind of weird, maybe not that good, whatever. Well, they wouldn't know. But they'd still put it in there because they couldn't fill it all with articles that were going to be awesome. There'd be an article that was kind of a dud once in a while. Well, why does that change the uh, the internet? Because now that we know exactly what people like, we give them more of that. So let's say we all are... Let, here's an example. Let's say we all like articles about dogs. Let's just say that dogs are the article that always gets a million likes. But then... What if we want to see an article? So, so the publishers will give us more articles about dogs. Pretty soon, our Facebook is covered with dog articles, or maybe an internet or time.com or entertainmentweekly.com is all dog articles because we like them. But what if we want to read an article about ping pong? Maybe you really like ping pong. And it's like, whoa, look at this. I found an article about ping pong. Well, you're the only one that clicked like on it. So they're never going to do another article about ping pong again. But there's another article about dogs. Does that make sense? I read that today and I thought, that really is a shame. And that's what's kind of cool about a podcast is because a podcast is like a magazine. This podcast has got like four different ideas or thoughts in it every week when we do this. And that's kind of cool. You might not like this segment at all, but you might like the next segment or you might like just one or maybe you like all the segments. So... The like button has killed the internet. Isn't that profound? I read that today and I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Here's something else I read, totally random. You don't need um, uh, internet uh, uh, malware and antivirus software anymore. You really don't because the web browsers that we use now, like Google, Google Chrome, um, uh, Internet Explorer, uh, probably even Firefox, they two things are at work. Number one, the browsers protect you from these viruses. And so you don't need to buy McAfee and Norton anymore. You don't need to. And a lot of the time they slow your computer down. Have you ever bought like Norton antivirus and then you load it up and then it slows your computer down? I have. I don't buy it anymore. And then you buy, you buy a new computer. It's like, hey, you've got a free trial of Norton Antivirus. And then it says, your free trial ran out. Do you want to renew it? No, you don't need to anymore. And here's another reason why we don't need to. You and I are smarter now when it comes to what we're going to click on and not click on on the internet. Because there's shit that looks shady on there. Am I right? And we stay away from that. And the, the old joke is, well, how much porn have you looked at in order to get so many viruses? Um, 
okay, most people, I don't know about most people, but don't you think a lot of people look at porn on the internet? And I don't think that's the cause of viruses. I don't have any viruses on my computer right now. And uh, I, I think it's because the browsers are smarter and we're smarter. So there's something for you. Okay, moving on. There's two things. Maybe one of those things you like. Maybe one of them you don't like. Maybe you'll like this one. Thank you notes. This is in my book. Take a shower. Show up on time and don't steal anything. It is chapter... Hold on. I'll find it for you. I just had it. It is chapter number 93. And I'm going to read it to you. And I love this one. I might have covered this before. Thank you notes are a dying tradition in our society. Yes, you and uh, uh, yes, you said thank you when they bought your newborn the obnoxiously loud baby's first trumpet. Hmm. You might have even bragged on Facebook about that awesome baby shower your friends gave you. None of that replaces a handwritten thank you note. Texting, thanks for the live Cobra, Little Bronx Mowgli really loves it, isn't really enough either. Be a grown-up, write a note, find a stamp, and mail the card. I don't know whether that will continue to be a dying art form or tradition, but just this past week I got two thank you notes. And it really, it really, I will use the word touched me. It really did because somebody sat down and took the time to write a thank you note. Uh, I hosted an awards dinner a couple of weeks ago. Got a thank you note for that this week. I did a magic show for a Cub Scout pack that I don't even belong to. And they sent me a thank you note and a Red Lobster $50 gift card. How cool is that? Who doesn't red, le love Red Lobster? I love Red Lobster. And I wrote a thank you note this week to Buck Hill Ski Area for letting our Boy Scout troop spend the night there last Saturday night. So, I don't know. I just like it. I just think it. it's that, it, listen, they did something nice for you. You can take two minutes, go run down to the CVS Pharmacy, buy a pack of thank you cards, keep them in your cupboard above your phone or wherever above your phone. You probably don't even have a landline anymore. Keep them somewhere, and whenever there's an occasion, pull one out, write the address on it, scribble thank you, and send it off. I think it's important. Uh, all right, so here's something else. There's three things we've talked about. Which one of those would you hit the like button on, and which one would you be like, eh, no more of that? Um, that's the cool thing about a podcast, or even about a magazine, is that there is no like button. Okay, last thing we're going to talk about. Uh, I told this story on the radio today, and I've never told this story before, ever. And some of my stories, hey, listen to our show, you've heard me tell some of the same stories, the Nerf ball story, or the stolen car story, uh, or the stolen computer story a million times. This one I've never told before this morning. Um, and here's what, what happened. We were talking about things you splurge on for your wedding, and whether it was worth it or not. And when my daughter Beth got married about 10 years ago, she was about 25, and she got married about 10 years ago, and we were not seeing eye to eye on something. And, and it doesn't matter what, because we're well over it now and everything is fine. But at the time, I was not really quite seeing eye to eye with her. And here's my daughter, and she's lovely, and she's so sweet, and she's smart, and she's one of the most kind-hearted people that I know. And she was having a wedding. Now, I could afford to give her a nicer wedding, but I was being kind of a dick, so I gave her $1,000 for a wedding. And she had a nice wedding. Don't get me wrong. She had a very nice wedding. But I think, you know, I should have splurged. And I should have given her a bunch more. I don't know. Whatever she needed. Not whatever she needed. I'm not going to buy her a circus at her wedding. Uh, but if she would have wanted more, I would have given it to her. If she would have wanted another couple of thousand dollars or $5,000 more for her wedding. Hey, you only get married three times in your life, right? So... I regret not splurging on my daughter's wedding because I wish I did. 
She deserved it. She never complained about it. She had a really nice wedding. But then you see some people who have the most ridiculous, over-the-top wedding, and and sometimes it lasts, the marriage lasts, and sometimes it doesn't. So I asked on Facebook, I said, what did you splurge on on your wedding that was kind of a waste of time or the oh, you wouldn't do it again? And some people said photo booth. Some people said flowers. Hey, listen, some people love their photo booth. Some people love their flowers. Some people said the videographer. We're never going to watch this video. Well, I don't know. Maybe you won't, but maybe your grandkids will. Um, so it really is kind of a personal thing. I don't know. Somebody might say, you know what? We splurged on a chocolate fountain to dip strawberries in, and it was stupid and dumb, and other people might go, it was the best thing we ever did. Here's one that people don't do anymore, but they used to put disposable cameras on the tables for the guests to take pictures during the wedding, and then they were supposed to leave them there, and the bride and groom would get them developed and have a different perspective. Well, I guess the people would take really bad pictures, or not at all, or they would take the cameras home with them. So they don't do that anymore. That's kind of a dying dying thing anyway. Film cameras, when's the last time you used a film camera? Uh, The other thing um, is, is trinkets and souvenirs for the guests, like soap with your name and his name and the date on it. People said, you know what? It's kind of a waste of time. People don't really want a bar of soap with your name on it or chocolates with your name on it. Um, and the, a lot of brides said they were kind of heartbroken when people left it there on the table. You know, that does kind of hurt. That reminds me of a story. Here's another, um, just another thing that you could either click like on or not like. Um, a few years ago, no, a couple of years ago, uh, when my book was out, maybe last year, a school contacted me and said, hey, can we buy a bunch of your copies of your book to give away to our seniors at our senior lock-in party? And I'm like, yeah, sure, absolutely. And they said, well, good, because the last couple of years we bought them gifts and they don't they don't even take them. And, they, and it kind of hurts because, you know, we spend some time, you know, getting these uh, gifts. And I don't remember what they were, whether they were Frisbees or whether they were, you know, can coolers or hats. I don't know. They get these these hats or these gifts for the seniors and they stamp the name of the school on them and they lay them out and the kids either threw them in the trash or left them on the table. And I thought, that's really shitty, number one. That is really, I'll tell you a story about that in a minute that, that I think is pretty shitty. But but it hurt the parents. You know what? They thought they were doing something nice. And let me tell you, you know um, when you graduate, your parents get pretty sentimental and they want you to you know appreciate them and they appreciate you. And so anyway, they threw the gifts away and they left them on the table. So they tried it with my book and I think they left them on the table and threw them away. No, I don't know. I don't know whether they did or not. Last story. Which of these would you click like on? And then I have a question for you. Um, speaking of not appreciating things, remember this guy 25 years ago, this little kid, about 14 years old, named Tevin Campbell. And he was kind of a protege of Prince. He was like 13 or 14 years old. He did a song called Round and Round, and then he dropped off the face of the earth. So we were doing a thing with him at Sam Goody at Mall of America. Sam Goody, if you don't remember, was a record store back when there were record stores. So... Uh, these girls that loved Tevin Campbell, they were 13 or 14. They made a poster for Tevin Campbell. And it was like, you know, it had his picture and their picture and had letters and they'd worked hard on it and they painted it and they put glitter or whatever on it and they'd done some, they, they'd really done some work on it. And it's like, Kevin or Tevin, we love you. And so we're in the back room. It's all over and he's gathering up his stuff to go. And his manager says in front of all these people, hey, Tevin, you want to take this poster along with you? And he looked at it, 
wrinkled up his nose, and he said, no. And I thought, that was really shitty. And I give him a break because he was a kid. He's 13 years old. You and I would have probably done the same thing at 13 years old. And I thought, you know, at the very least, he could have taken it out to his limo and thrown it away back in the hotel or something. You know, but to write in front of a bunch of people to just say, no. I thought, what a little shit. But then again, hey, you and I, probably at 13 years old, were little shits too. Am I right? Okay, so let me ask you a question. Which of the the preceding stuff would you have clicked like on? See, for example, if you only clicked like on the story about thank you notes, then I would be like, okay, I'm going to do a lot of stories about courtesies and manners and being socially polite and whatever. And then I would not do an article or not would do anything on the podcast about splurging, for example. I'd be like, they didn't like that one. So I wouldn't do it. But that's the cool thing about a podcast. So here's an idea. Click on some different likes. Click on some different things. Maybe pick up a magazine or a newspaper and scour the corners of that newspaper or that magazine for articles that aren't as popular. Because you know what? That gives them the freedom to keep publishing esoteric little crap that only a few people like. I don't want to keep driving that point home. I just thought it was really fascinating. Okay, that is it for the podcast. Have a great week. I do want to hear that you listened to the podcast uh, because it's weird. We never get feedback on the podcast. People will say, oh, I heard it. And uh, once in a while, I hear somebody say, hey, when's another one coming up? But I'd love to know that you listened. So send me an email to Ryan at kdwb.com. Just say, listen to the podcast. Or I liked this on the podcast. So I'll know what you liked. Or maybe don't. So I won't do more of that. I don't know. Hey, listen, just send me an email either way. Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, my book is going to be out in ebook form soon. It might even be out by the time you get this. Check on Kindle, check on Amazon, and see whether it's out or not. It's called Take a Shower, Show Up on Time, and Don't Steal Anything. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.